ماذا يحدث في العالم؟ ماذا يحدث في العالم؟ ماذا يحدث في العالم؟ We should start recording. Hey, everybody! Welcome to What in the World. Hi, it's us again. Did you you missed us? I'm not even going to ask. I'm going to tell you. You missed us. They missed us. Of course they did. Of course they did. <laughs> we we took some extended time off because getting the bathroom fixed right now. So by extended time off, I, I did, mean we spent wait, 30 did, minutes in between this episode. Did you just announce that you're transitioning to the listeners? Get, is, that, <laughs> is, that the, is that the lingo now? What what you been up to? Oh, you know, getting the bathroom fixed. Just getting the old bathroom <laughs> fixed. Oh, the old bathroom. It was, it was terrible down there, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a mess. Real crusty. <laughs> a lot of clogs. Yeah. But not, not, not clog pipes. I mean the, the shoe clogs. Like there were many clogs yes. taped to your junk. Well, both. Yeah. Both of those things. Okay. So yeah, there's uh, we're getting some shit fixed in the apartment right now, okay. is what I meant. <laughs> so this could go off the rails at any moment. The dog could start uh, exploding. I mean, not literally exploding. Ooh, just exploding, exploding in barks. Yeah. Uh, I, I won't... Hmm. The, the door might get left unlocked, and then Uh-oh. me and Quincy get slaughtered, which I, mean, I they, promise if that happens, we'll make sure this podcast still goes they, up. If they think they're going to run up in here and not get a fight, they're probably, oh. they're probably right. I'm just going to yeah. smoke. I'll, if we get invaded, I'm just going to smoke our our, our, uh, our robbers out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, That's... okay, I, I see y'all about to take the TV, but y'all want to smoke first? Yeah. You know we work it out. We come to an agreement. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard out here for everybody, dog. You ain't just got to run up in the in the apartment. You could have yeah. knocked first. Be courteous. We could form a coalition. Hey, let's go rob somebody richer. We could form a union. You know how much more stuff we can carry with Five arms? I don't. There's one of them's armless. Five arms. One of them's armless. <laughs> yeah. So. Is that that surfer? Got wow. The one that got attacked by a shark. Yes. yes. All surfers get it. Stop surfing. Yeah. Get out there of the water. There are sharks out there. Dolphins will rape you. I don't know where the, if they 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 do. Yeah. They surf with the dolphins. Is that a thing? Uh, probably. I don't know. Dolphins just trail you and wait for you to fall in the water so they can. Cosby. <laughs> Jello pudding. Uh. So speaking of forming a union, oh, coalitions, guys, what are we, we talking about profe- today? We are professional AF. Yes, that segue alert, <laughs> in case you didn't see it coming. We're talking about the European Union today, and specifically, do we still need it? Because here's the thing, I don't, because I don't fucking live in Europe. I mean, I guess on the global scale, I think I want the European Union to stay intact. Okay, here's the thing. Ever since, uh, what was it, Sally Field, Norma Ray? Ever since Norma Ray stood up on that table and yelled, Union! Everybody thinks they're a good thing. Yeah, yeah. It might have been a little bit before that, too. That Oh, no, no. The, the, the <laughs> Union wasn't created until Sally Field won an Oscar, guys. It's an That's, invention of Hollywood. Yeah, Holly, of, of course it's a, Harvey Weinstein, bro. It's all connected. Come on. It, it Yeah, it's there all was, all coming down it now. Wasn't, it wasn't until a young vibrant sally field brought the world's attention to the idea of a union that you right. were created i learned that in texas in a history book so it must or maybe it was a fucking people magazine i don't know who knows people magazines were my history books i went to a very bad public school <laughs> that's it yeah we're talking about the the european union which is basically when people talk about how big the united states is as a country and we know it's not the size that matters ladies because it's like, no, size matters. <laughs> For countries, at least, we're the best. <laughs> like, when when you talk about, oh, I traveled all across Europe, mm-hmm. you're just saying you went about the distance of the United States, maybe a little less than that. Because the, the thing about Europe is the, the... Are you talking shit about the distance of the United States? Because I'll have you know, she's a grower, <laughs> not a shower, okay? How dare you? Our distance is fine. The the so fine, <laughs> basically the the difference is in Europe what we call states would be countries. So when someone's like, "Oh, let's go from Germany to France," like that's a thing you can do in an afternoon. Like you can probably drive that. I don't know the exact 
Oh, no, you can go to geographics. You can do that here in America. You want to go Germany to France, go to a fucking food court at a mall, start at the Wiener Schnitzel, walk over to the Crepe Suzette, boom. You boom. just travel the world. Right. Stop off at P.F. Chang's or whatever. What you can't cover quickly is one, one end of our country to the other. It's very long because we're united, baby. Yeah, man. We are the United States. You see the flag States. waving in the background as we give ourselves high cholesterol. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like we love America. <laughs> but it, in Europe, it's it's different. It's the European Union where they're all. Oh, it's pronounced Union. Union. European Union. Where they're they're all their own country, but they're also uh, they're 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 a union. See, this doesn't even make European sense. Union. Union. And it's it's a thing that, you know, people are starting to question the value of. Most notably, Britain, when it pulled out of or voted to pull out of the European Union. And as you Union. know, here in Unpops, we don't pull out. No, ladies. we don't. <laughs> in 2016, Britain voted to remove itself from the European Union. They haven't done that yet, but they're, you know, negotiating. It's probably still going to happen it's it's a it's a it's a slow con right right you're not just going to pull out immediately you got to ease your way out and there were also a couple of other leaders like marine le pen just barely lost the election for uh prime minister of france and if she she had won she was all about pull out out. yeah uh geert wilders where was that was that guy denmark where was that fucking maniac at i should have put that in the notes Get he sounds like he could have been a, a a nerf game dutch oh yeah 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 netherlands or man. yeah he was a dutch politician uh oh jesus christ oh man that hair though look at that silver fox yeah look, those teeth are killing me he's got he's got golem teeth he is a little, he, a little, a little. he looks like jimmy page from led zeppelin like modern day jimmy page right now nice maybe that's yeah. jimmy page it could be yo congrats to jimmy page for finding the second stage in his career you know <laughs> he needed it i'm sure he's struggling financially right now thank god he learned to play a little guitar you know yep so Geert Wilders, he was another politician who wanted to leave the European Union. They both lost, but they both came really, really close to winning. Better luck next time, bitches. And they were, you know, it's, it's, it, Brexit was basically Britain's Trump. It was yeah. there. The system yeah. is so broken, we have to burn it down. And Britain first. We don't want to pay as much as these other nations that aren't paying enough. And we don't want our borders open because we want Britain to stay safe. And- right. And it's, you know, that's that's the argument. You even hear that in California when people talk about seceding from the oh, United I, States. I thought you said the argument was California knows how to party. Uh, California knows how to party. That is an argument. In the city yep. of L.A., at mm-hmm. least. Compton. Uh, uh, good old Watts. Watts. They keep it rocking. Yeah. <laughs> good old Watts. Nobody calls it that. That's the only time that phrase has ever been used <laughs> in the history of language. Absolutely. Oh, man, where are you going for the holidays? <laughs> Good old Watts. Never going to happen. Uh, so, yeah, this is, you know, this is a thing that's happening all over the place. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to go through basically the origins of the European Union, because this is a thing I didn't know much about. You know, I always... I didn't know how deep the history went. I thought the, the yeah. EU was sort of a, a more modern, established... I thought like, it was a in, thing... Formed in the 80s when... Well, I always associate it with the Euro, which mm-hmm. I know is a later... Yeah, much later, yeah. ...development than this, apparently. But yeah, because I'm... That's why I love this podcast, because I'm just an ign- ignorant American, man. And I get to learn <laughs> shit. Here's a, here's what's funny, guys. You can't put ignorant and American in the same sentence because they just because Nate because God, shit, <laughs> right? Amen. USA. <laughs> Americans can't be ignorant. We're number one. USA. Right. So let's go through some of the origins of it. Picture the scene, Quincy. Okay. Wait. Wait. Go. It's the end of World War II. Mm. Europe is in ruins. Millions have died in concentration camps. Oh, my God. As well as on the battlefield. Oh, Jesus. To make matters worse, mm. not long after, and perhaps a little bit before mm-hmm. the war ends, 
the Cold War starts. Oh. And the, the Soviet Union starts claiming land in Central and Eastern Europe. And Western Europe is more allied with us, American democracy, with the exception of those goddamn fascists in Spain. This is why you never trust a Spanish woman. We're watching you, Sylvia Bogarda. Where she is Colombian. She is Colombian. I'm almost positive. Same same difference. (laughs) Uh, We're watching you, Antonio Banderas. (laughs) So, like, as was the case through pretty much all of World War II through the fucking 80s, the West and Russia just had this mutual suspicion it had like it started prior to the world war, uh, second world war but then the world war starts and we're mm-hmm. like hey we got to kill the nazis and we teamed up to do that and then once we got the nazis out of there we were like let's fight and yeah it was about time yeah yeah we we had to get back to our roots which is fighting communism the enemy of my enemy is my friend until we defeat that enemy and I'm going to bust your ass that's pretty much how right. sun tzu wrote it 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 got yeah. lost in translation. Yeah. I have some of the original sands. Don't worry. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. I have it tattooed on my arm. <laughs> so also, there was the Potsdam Conference, and that is where apparently the, the first real signs of the animosity between the West and the East started to show itself, eventually culminating in the killing of Tupac Shakur, Notorious Big, decades later. But it, that all started at the Potsdam Conference also. I don't know if anyone knew that, but... Potsdam, he got shot. But I, I personally kind of resent having to connect those dots for everybody. I wish everyone could but just keep up. we're telling the stories the, the news media refuses to tell. Yeah, exactly. That's all that is. Sorry, exactly. guys. The, the truth is out there, and we're bringing it to you. If we hadn't been so cocky at the Potsdam Conference... Tupac would be alive you right know, now. I, here's the thing, and I kind of blame myself because I was going to go to the Potsdam conference. Right, But right. then I got Maxwell tickets, and you can't miss Maxwell in concert because he's, he's not out that much anymore. Yeah, and he's one of those people that you don't know. Like, if I woke up tomorrow morning and it was like Maxwell killed himself, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, see, I can see that. And then I'm going to regret not those going to see him in concert. types. Either that or like a drug overdose or something. Yeah, it's like, we'll be doing pot. They'll yeah. be Potsdam 2017 was great. I'll be at Potsdam 2018, you know? Right, right. Set a so, Ramada in Iowa, guys. Everybody should show up. So, so yeah, we, we set, the, set the seeds for that. We pl- planted the seeds for that <laughs> at the Potsdam conference. Planted those pot <clears throat> seeds. Mm, nice. Mm. I like pot. And at the at that conference, Stalin was demanding reparations from Germany, but what he wanted wasn't in line with what Truman wanted and what Churchill wanted, and uh, they they really wanted to avoid resentment because that's kind of in a lot of ways what led to the Second World War. We were so harsh on Germany after the First World War. Somehow we came out of the Second World War like, let's go easy on Germany this time. <laughs> they just pulled off the Holocaust. <clears throat> pulled off? Pulled off? <laughs> several, several of them. Uh, so the, we always, this is, me and Jeff have argued about this. We dropped the atomic bombs right around the time that this Potsdam conference is happening. Mm-hmm. And there's always, you know, our, our official story has always been, well, we had to do that to win the war. And, you know, stop. We've already covered that. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> not we, at all. We needed to scare Russia into not getting too goddamn sassy with their demands after the are, war. Are you trying to tell me that we used a, that as an opportunity to intimidate another world power? We would never do that. Man, imagine if we did, though. Like, if that's once we dropped those two, if we were just like, <laughs> you're next, Russia. Just bomb them. We're not, the minute the war ends, we fucking bomb Russia too. Oh, we we had one in the we had one in the chamber for them. I'm pretty. Oh yeah, sure I'm sure we, we had one yeah. loaded up. I think we were supposed to drop four on Japan, weren't we? I think it was yeah, more it was, than it was more, more than, than two. two. Yeah. Oh, so what what ends up coming out of the Potsdam conference is that the entire continent of Europe is sort of split, and Germany kind of represents that split. There's East Germany and West Germany. The Berlin Wall goes up at one point. So basically, this splits all of Europe down to opposing worldviews, communism and Western democracy. And for America and Western European powers, 
There's a lot of fear that the communist ideology is going to start creeping up and infiltrating their countries, and especially because two of those countries, France and Germany, are still fucking devastated from the effects of the war. They're hungry, and they're also mad at each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know why France was mad at Germany. Uh, because Germany showed up and tried to put sauerkraut on a crepe. Get that Get it out of here. Disgusting. That's our recipe. The <laughs> World War II crepe. The, the World War crepe. <laughs> World War crepe. <laughs> Ugh, just sauerkraut, sauerkraut on a crepe. A knockwurst. I wonder a, what that tastes on like. On a crepe with Nutella <clears throat> drizzled on it. Just make it disgusting. So yeah, these two countries, France and Germany, they're very angry at each other. The Marshall Plan of 1947 is what helps give people in Western Europe some economic recovery And the entire point of that is that they don't want people to get so sad and downtrodden and desperate that they start supporting communism. Thank you, Thurgood Marshall. Thank you. (laughs) But it still doesn't change the fact that to fight communism, they have to be unified. Mm -hmm. France and Germany, just over the past century and a half at this point in history, had fought in the Napoleonic Wars, the Franco-Prussian War, World War I, and World War II. So these motherfuckers do not get along. And all of this started on an episode of Double Dare. I'm just, exactly. It's, it's weird how Nickelodeon is, is attached to the Europe. And we'll talk about that. That's a, that's a conspiracy <laughs> podcast for another day. I apologize. Also worth noting, the rise of a unified German nation state originated out of the necessity of resisting Napoleon as he conquered Europe. The nation state of Germany was literally born out of opposition to France. So they really, really hate France. I mean, okay, at this point, and I know Germany's always been the bad guy, but at this point, can we say France probably was kind of shitty too? Yeah, I I don't doubt that France did something. I mean, not the the Holocaust part, but I mean, (laughs) before that, we're talking like old timey. I'm just like Hatfield and McCoy's era. Here's the thing. Not World War II. With this new administration in office, I'm trying to take a more reasonable stance like our great American president. And by looking at the the things that happened in World War II and the Franco-Prussian War, there were there were good dudes on both sides. Good people on both sides. Yeah, many many sides to this. You can't just say Germany was terrible and pulling off the the, the Holocaust because France probably uh, did a thing. Yeah, we don't know. Both sides. We need to hear them out. History hasn't looked into it enough. Thank you. How do how would we know? We haven't researched World War Two. There you go. We've, I've never. Uh, you know, all I know about World War Two is that if you hit X while crouching, you can reload faster. Right. Yeah, that's all I know. So let's get back to all this World War II <laughs> history shit. So, so basically, Western Europe is getting its shit together, but that doesn't mean anything if France and Germany start fighting again. Mm-hmm. So how do you make sure they don't fight? And that's when the idea of unifying these countries under one umbrella started happening. Coal. The European coal and steel community. We got to bring coal jobs. We got to bring coal jobs back to this country. We're... We're what if that is where Trump is getting all that coal shit from? <laughs> People are cool. That's how the European Union started. Uh, I, I learned. I have a very good brain. I know things about Europe. Uh, you started with coal. We need coal. We need the American coal and steel industry. Yeah. There is no more American steel industry. <laughs> we'll bring it back. So the the yeah the European coal and steel community. It was that's the actual name of it. It mm-hmm. was proposed by French Foreign Minister Robert Schuman and signed in the Treaty of Paris in 1951 in order to make war between France and Germany not only unthinkable, but materially impossible. We should have pulled out of the coal and steel. Right? We should have pulled out. Should have. The basic idea was this. Uh, to create the things you need to go to war, you need coal and you need steel. Steel makes ships, tanks, trucks, planes, bombs. Coal powers those things. It transports those things. If a transnational power is used to govern the industries responsible for coal and steel instead of national institutions, then national powers can't utilize these materials for the purpose of war. There you go. And we haven't had a war since. Problem solved, guys. We no more war solved. We fixed war. Thanks, guys. Uh, You know, it's it's kind of sad that we fixed World War II this late. Yeah, but at least somebody did it. At least, yeah. 
so there would also be the removal of trade barriers between industries in different countries, and that would further remove incentives for war. Mm-hmm. After all, why go to war against someone when they're your business partner? Yeah, we've got to run it like a business. Exactly. We talk about this all the time. You run uh, the Europeanness of the Europe as a business, and everybody's making money. You don't want to fight when you're making money. Nobody's greedy. I mean, did Trump just find this somewhere and go, this? Yeah. This is us. Yeah. He doesn't recognize any of the policies that are being proposed to him because <laughs> he's like, oh, we can't use that again? We can't, we can't, we can't use uh, American coal, uh, European coal and steel community again? We can't use that? No, it's been used? <laughs> Damn it. I'm out. I don't want to be in this. Um, along with pooling their coal and steel industries, this institution also established the European Court of Justice mm. with one judge from each of the nation states within the community. That was a really good show. It was. Uh, uh, way they, better they, than the Justice League. Once we imported it over here and made it the Justice League, those movies are bombing like they deserve no, to you, now. You, this is why are the European movies, like if you remake the American version, just go watch the European version. It's better. Yeah. It's better. Just go check when, it out. When our society starts to collapse, don't worry about what's happening around. Just go back and research when Rome fell. It's way more entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's it's us. <laughs> so the, this, this is us coming very soon. <laughs> the first members of this organization were France, West Germany, Italy, Belgium, Luxembourg, and the Netherlands. Britain ad- abstained from joining. Of course they because did. Because even back then, they, they were, were like, dicks. whoa, we're better than all of you. Yeah. We're not sure we want to team up. Britain still totes on the fact that they were the once the largest empire in the world. Mm. We still have a king and queen, and Prince just married the negress. <laughs> he sure did. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, man. By, by the time and we good got a, for her. About time we got Fucking a little swirl. American actress. She's Locking sexy. down a royal she is family. She's so member? gorgeous, though. Like, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. When Suits first premiered and I saw Meghan Merkel's character, I was like, oh my, she is gorgeous. And with that name, she can navigate Europe fine. That's yeah. fucking Germany's prime minister's last name. Spelled different, but yeah. they'll have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. She's going to get shit done and ba- for another country. And because she's in the European Union, she can just walk anywhere she wants. Right, exactly. So that's what Free. you do. You just walk from country to country. Because it's awful there. It is. I wouldn't walk from Texas to Missouri. Mm, no, 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 no. Nah. Who, who does that? Who does that? So in that was that was the start of the European Union, mm-hmm. but obviously they didn't just go, let's take this coal partnership to a global stage and make this uh, an official thing. There was a step in between that, maybe a couple. Uh, in 1957, the Treaty of Rome and the Euratom Treaty were signed, and these both established the European Economic Community as well as the European Atomic Energy Community. Mm-hmm. Uh, the European Economic Community basically created a common market between the nation states uh, just to, to further bind them together and discourage potential conflicts. They also established the common agricultural policy, which created subsidies for agriculture through the member states. And they have, you know... We have a lot of objectives listed here. It's all boring shit. Go look it up. Well, it's just, it's it's on the it's on the technical side of understanding that these markets are created to stabilize multiple governments working as one. Pretty much, it's like a bunch right. of technical yeah. jargon to say they were very quote unquote meticulous in making sure everyone got a fair share of what was being done economically once this union was formed. Right. That's it. And it was, you know, some of these are still in place. The common agricultural policy, it ended up being a big uh, sticking point for mm-hmm. Brexit when that argument happened. Uh, so that that's kind of the, the background mm-hmm. of where this whole movement for the European Union started. But the, the modern day European Union that we know uh, was basically created to form a unified front against Russia. Mm-hmm. It's basically... The United States of Europe. Yeah, it is. USA. Yeah. We did it, guys. We just won Europe. That's we it. We took it. It's you, ours you now. Hear, you heard it here first. You're the United States of Europe, bro. Right? This is a quote about England leaving the European Union and why this matters. While independence may benefit Britain, the European Union without an Anglophone voice <laughs> is less likely to be aligned with America 
reducing the likelihood that a unified West would enforce sanctions against Russia. So basically, we need the the biggest country in the European Union to stay there to be an advocate for well, us because they're so beholden to us. Well, here's the thing. This quote honestly means nothing when the president of the United States is going on television saying, what's so bad about having a good relationship with Russia? Right. This is what's so bad about having a good relationship with Russia because if they continue to pull off the pods and giant shows of force and try to do something in Europe, our good relationship will stop us from enforcing sanctions. Right, right. And that's going to be a problem. And that would be, you know, that's kind of the same thing. Like if we, like we were threatening to pull out of NATO, Mm -hmm. like it would be the same thing as Britain leaving the European Union where we're the one power fighting against Russia kind of on behalf of all these other countries. Mm -hmm. And if we're gone, these other countries might just be like, fuck it, we can't fight Russia. Uh, I guess we're team Russia now. I guess we're all Russian. No, we want you to be the United States of Europe, not the Russia of Europe. Or right. Europe of Russia or just probably just Russia. They'll call it Putin. <laughs> the new area is just Putin. Putinstan. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Putin-stan. I like how Putinstan sounds. <laughs> and basically girl, one of the I just wanted to say, girl, let me see your Putinstan. <laughs> I could do that. I could I could deal with that. One of the objectives of having this in place also is like when we're calling out human rights stuff, like it, it's a lot more effective if an organization of unified states all make that statement together Mm -hmm. and easier i suppose everyone doesn't have to put out their own fucking press release they can just all sign the one like a fucking office birthday card and say (laughs) hey stop doing that saudi arabia and saudi Uh, arabia will go america get them and we'll get them well maybe we should start putting it on birthday cards seems nice than just like plain old paper yeah that would be yeah, maybe that's maybe treaties that's the, on birthday cards. Maybe that's been the problem the whole time. Enough people don't get birthday cards. Let's get hallmarks and business. That's yeah. I would I would be into that. Ever since they made a network, the card game has fallen off. <laughs> the hallmark network is more important than hallmark cards. This is a, this is this is not the America I want to live in. Yeah. So that's what the thinking behind. We've heard so much about Russia interfering in Brexit mm-hmm. and how the Cal Exit thing. Russia was involved in that. This is why, like, they want to break up these unions that are working against them, mm-hmm. which on the one hand, you know, it's in our best interest that they don't. But on the other hand, I'm like, well, yeah, of course they want that. Well, like, yeah. why Why wouldn't they want that? That's just called good strategy. It's called good strategy. And my thing about the fake news thing from the beginning has been, you know, that's propaganda mm-hmm. and it's been happening forever. And it's. I mean, we kind of asked for this. Like, we wanted the internet to be... I, I I, honestly feel like the only thing that could have saved us from shit like this is if there was really intense regulation of the internet years ago. Oh, wow. Like, I feel like at some point, if someone had been forward-thinking enough, they could have gone, oh, no, Facebook, no news on Facebook. You can talk about your fucking things you're doing in your life, Mm -hmm. but news stories? Mm, No. And I still, listen, even if it was Trump, if Trump went in and said, listen, Facebook, no more news stories. You can be a social network. People can post their fucking events and things like that, Mm -hmm. but go get your news at a fucking news outlet because that's Facebook's argument is, well, we're not a news outlet, so why do we have to... And I'm like, okay, so don't be a news outlet. Mm-hmm. Just don't allow news at all but you, on Facebook. You, you do realize you're telling a bunch of billionaires that what they can't do. Right. So, I mean, that'll never fucking fly. Yeah. But it would have been, I don't know, that's a crackdown I would be in favor of. Okay. Just. It, well, it's just one of those things where even even if you want to take it past the viewing on Facebook, most people are fucking idiots. It's right. It's it's to the point where because it's popular because fa- at, especially at that time when Facebook became popular and old white people in the Midwest and old black folks and just old people in general just decided the internet is a thing. There was a there was a time when people thought everything they read on the internet was real. Right. 
Like it just it had to be real. It was posted on the internet because in our mind, a technology like this was regulated. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden, it was like, no, you can just post whatever you want. Yeah, you just whenever you want. Put anything up there. You can just go to Wikipedia. We're and like, but it looks like a real website. It, had, it is a real website. It had pictures and it scrolled and links. Yeah, just because the news is fake doesn't mean it's not a real website. You can click on it, type it in your fucking URL, and go there. So unless unless we went back and made people smarter, it wouldn't have mattered. Like there, there really just needs to be a I don't know like. I don't know how you regulate fake news. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you convince a person. Like, you can usually figure it out just looking I mean, at the name this, of the site. All of this is Andy Kaufman, man. Yeah. Like, you still, like, you don't know what, like, fucking uh, BuzzFeed was breaking news articles, was breaking news when the New York Daily, when the New York Times couldn't. You know what I'm saying? So right. you can't just go, well, BuzzFeed is sort of a satirical website and they do goofy shit because they've also broken news in several stories before other right. outlets. So it's not like you can point to one, uh, like like you said, look at the website and go, well, you can look at the website because there are some where you go, well, no, that website has actually given good information before. Right, right. Like a, 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 fucked up, a, a, a broken clock is right twice a day no matter what. So right. everyone has enough credibility that you can't cast doubt. But there's a specific type of fake news website. Like, oh, yeah, like the super shitty ones. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. Yeah, And those are the that. ones that people you usually see getting shared mm-hmm. because it's always the kind of shit where you're like, okay, why haven't I heard this anywhere else? Oh, yeah, because good. it's not like, like there is some news, like the Yemen episode we just did. Mm-hmm. That's different where it's like, oh, yep. why aren't we hearing about this? Because it would be really critical of the United States. And that's mm-hmm. why, like, no matter what, at the highest levels, we're all fucking working together. Yeah. Like they they'll tell you what they think you need to be told, but if it's like some wacky celebrity thing mm-hmm. and it's on and it's like this is the only site that got that scoop, it's like uh, no. Nah. It's, it's literally what was the National Enquirer? Yeah. Like they're they're legitimate now. You know that, right? They have a a a TV show. Well, they that's but that's a site that is kind of what you brought up where yes it's mostly fake news but they also solved the murder of bill cosby's son see what i'm saying like they got the information and instead of publishing it they were like hey police we know who fucking killed cosby's son yeah and you know they published it later and it turned out it was all true like they were correct yeah but it, and but I'm, I'm thinking back to like when i was a kid right you would go to a grocery store or you would go to a, a, a newsstand and you would see Time Magazine, and every magazine that you saw was like, hey, this is news, this is real news, and the National Enquirer was right there. Yeah. It looked like a magazine. You could buy it in the magazine aisle, and now it's legitimate news. Right. But it's also been bullshit. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's bullshit, but it's legitimate at the same time. Right. So now every news outlet is that, because if CNN makes one mistake, because, again, anything you read on the Internet has to be true, the minute you print a retraction... Oh, yes, you're, you're fake news. Yeah. So now that's what people and nobody can take anybody seriously at all times. It's like you just take you, you watch CNN. This guy watches Fox News. You're never going to agree on anything. Right. Because they're both recovering the story, but from two totally different sides of the spectrum. And th- like that, all of that makes me th- the stuff about Russia interfering in stuff like this. It's like it's wrong. Yes, mm-hmm. it's it's wrong on a a very fundamental level in that it's dirty tricks that Mm -hmm. a country shouldn't pull on each other. But at the same time, I don't blame them. Like why? Well, yeah, because we're not, they're not friends. They're all, this is what an enemy is supposed to do. They're exploiting the one thing we hold dearest, freedom. Right. Because in Russia, they don't have freedom of information. So it would be very difficult to start putting fake news and spreading propaganda in, within a country whose news and media is regulated by the government. Right. But we here, we want freedom of speech. We want our free net neutrality. We want all of these freedoms that we hold self-evident. God damn it, it's in, the, it's in the credo, for fuck's sake. And that's because we want freedom, and we have the freedom to say we're not a news outlet, so why should we regulate the news? Now Russia can go, well, then we'll just put it all on there. Yeah. It doesn't all have to stick. We just have to influence enough. Right, right. And the thing is, you know, we what that what that does, it's such an economic thing for Russia also, because 
if we pull out of so much of trade and whatnot right now is based on human rights and that's what we issue sanctions over it's always human rights shit Mm -hmm. uh even if that's not really what it is and usually that's not really what it is that's those are the grounds we use and with someone to venezuela exactly with someone like trump in office he doesn't care about that stuff as much so to him it probably is more attractive to pull out of something like nato or you know whatever Mm -hmm. is keeping us from trading with countries that uh engage in human rights abuses and even if we don't do it once like uh britain pulls out of out of the european union they're going to be way less likely to call someone out for human rights if they're really struggling to find trading partners, which mm-hmm. they won't struggle, but they'll also... They'll be more open to negotiate yeah. and work with individuals that may or may not be... Uh, and may not have their people's best interest at heart. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I can't blame Russia for wanting to do that. Yeah. Like, that's that's what kind of their role in the world right now, because all of this is a response to Russia and mm-hmm. communism. Like, mm-hmm. that's the European Union, NATO. That's all us basically going to Europe and saying, hey, will you keep Russia in check on this continent for us so we don't have to do it? And then we'll come over here if we have to. But we basically just have... It's basically an American presence on the continent of Europe. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of ways, it's right at Russia's door. And the thing people are asking now is, well, since the fall of communism, do we still need this? Yeah, probably. Like, I get that the Soviet Union fell, mm-hmm. but there's there's also, I mean, yeah, I, f- I feel like we do still, like for, if nothing else, for my own selfish American interests, I don't want Russia fucking running all over Europe. Oh, not at all. Not even slightly. Like, and that's kind of what, you know, breaking up these institutions would do. It Mm -hmm. it just clears the way for a country that has really demonstrated that it wants to kind of go back to that Soviet Union era when they were in charge of shit. Yeah, it's not that they want to go back. They just never let go of it. It, Right. Like when, when, you know how we always use that term, we live in a bubble? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we tell ourselves, we live in a bubble and this bubble is progress. It's actually the exact opposite. We don't live in a bubble. We live in the now. That's where things are progressing and we're becoming more understanding. And there are some there are generations of people being born now who have no idea why Russia is an enemy and everybody's supposed to be friends and we're supposed to all accept each other and love and peace and blah, blah, blah. That is the true progression of time. But Russia, like uh, governments like Russia, have put themselves into a bubble. They have not progressed to that state. They are still in under the impression that the way it was when they were running shit is the way it's supposed to be. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like America went from we need to be a, a global dominator to we need to work with everybody. Right. Because it, there were times when we had bases all over Europe and Asia because we were putting forces in place to do stuff and then was like well we need to pull back from that because that's not what we as people need to do to survive russia is inside of a bubble going fuck whatever's going on around us this is the way it's supposed to be yeah yeah and there's a lot of places in europe who under the under the guise of we're losing our heritage we're losing our traditions they're trying to reform that bubble you know what i'm saying yeah we we progress too much i don't like this much progress this much right. progress makes me uncomfortable because it's not the way I, I was raised for it to be. Right. And there's there's a word for what is the the thing that Russia is kind of spreading, which isn't mm-hmm. communism. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a term that was actually coined by Fareed Zakaria in 1997, illiberal democracy. Ooh. This is his quote. The tendency for a de- democratic government to believe it has absolute sovereignty, that is power, can result in the centralization of authority, often by extra-constitutional means and with grim results. Mm. So basically, you're still a democracy. You still get to vote for your president, but there's so much power centralized in that one person that you might as well not be voting. Uh, and 
I'm sure we're not headed that headed for that here. Oh God, no. There's, 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 I mean, it, even with a president who is constantly screaming voter fraud to make sure he has so many ways to stay in office next time he runs, it's, it's one, yeah, it's fucking, yeah. And it's what's interesting is the the movement to uh, among countries that are now thinking about pulling out of the EU, which isn't just Britain, obviously they were the first to pull out, but. The thing is, with illiberal democracy, what they're talking about is, you know, there's a lot of countries in the European Union that don't like this push toward multiculturalism, Mm -hmm. where it's like, you know, we're all just kind of one big European continent. Yeah, we're all one family, man. Which is, you know, it's... It's just that same fucking fight versus liberal versus conservative. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. We do it here on a fucking nationwide level where we're just fighting everywhere. But here it's these countries like Hungary and Poland, both countries that we've talked about on this show before that have this populace that's kind of bubbling under the surface that's really conservative and really concerned with making their country white again, basically. Mm -hmm. And they're part of the European Union for now, but that's the whole thing, is they resent having other cultures pushed on them. Mm -hmm. And that's the same fight we're fighting here, where people are like, let's make America great again. And what they mean is going back and undoing all of this fucking progress, be it in regulations or civil rights or whatever, and just kind of reset and rewind back to the fucking forties or something. And it's happening in Europe too. Mm -hmm. And when you hear people talking about the European union, just think liberal versus conservative. That's it. That's really all you're talking. That's it. And the conservatives for as progressive as we like to say Europe is the conservatives are fucking winning in a lot of cases over there too, just like they are here. Yeah. Cause no matter where you go, it's always going to be a 50, roughly a 50, 50 split. Right. It just it that's just I don't know if it's natural if it's how our brains are wired or what but there is always going to be an almost equal split on any type of political ideals in in any country yeah no matter what because it's just some people like to be contrarian or some people just go well I don't like especially when it comes to racial lines if you're black and this is what you believe in I can't agree with that. Right. I have to find a way to disagree, even if it if it doesn't make sense. I have to find my logic to disagree with it because I can't agree with anything you stand for. Not based on the politics, based on racial hatred, based right. on inferiority. We're just whatever. different teams. Yeah, it's like it's like gang shit. Yeah, it's, it's blood scripts, man. Like it's like no matter what, that is the opposition. They are always the enemy, no matter what the fuck's happening. A person went on television and said we would, would when when asked would they vote for Roy Moore, their only response was we can't have a conservative in office. I mean, we can't have a liberal in office. Yeah, we have to have that conservative seat. That's nuts. That's all that matters. Right, oh, and Jesus. that's the kind of stuff that feels like a test. Yeah. Like it feels like the right going, what can we get away with? Mm-hmm. And like they're getting away with fucking. They can get away with pedophilia at this point. Yeah fucking nuts so yeah that's that's kind of the thing is people that's a thing people underestimate about russia is russia's really 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 conservative Mm -hmm. and but they're a special kind of conservative where they do agree that everyone should have their their values Mm -hmm. like there's christians in russia there's muslims whatever you want muslims in russia but among those groups they're like it's this like we're like it's conservative like Mm -hmm. we believe what we believe and we're not gonna fucking waver from it and that's a thing that's starting to rise up in these other countries and you know that's why that's why russia when i say yeah i mean i get why they would do this it's still a thing we need to to stamp out like i don't i i i don't care how fucking disillusioned you are with democracy mm-hmm. fucking letting russia take over is not the goddamn hey, answer there's nothing wrong with having a good relationship just a just why a, wouldn't we want that 
we could just test it in California like we test everything else. We'll just secede, <laughs> immediately fall under the control of Russia, I'm assuming. I don't know why Russia wouldn't fucking invade us at that point unless they couldn't get here as fast as Japan. But someone's going to do it. So yeah, fuck it. Let's try it out, motherfuckers. Welcome to What in the World on the Unputin Popular <laughs> Opinion Network. Unputin Opinion. So the... Uh, and the other... The, one of the concerns about Russia is, you know, we've talked about Zapad before mm-hmm. and how they sometimes use these things to possibly launch wars. And that's what the European Union and NATO do as well. They keep an eye on Russia when they're doing this shit to keep them from launching these wars. And that's actually part of the reason Russia hates us, because it's basically just like us putting our military right at their border. And it's actually why we have been hesitant to let uh, Georgia, the country, not the state, joined the European Union because Russia would yeah. just see it as a little bit more aggression. It was a on really, our part. it was a really smart move when the government had Ray Charles sing "Georgia on My Mind" as like a love song to the that's true to, to the nation of Georgia. I think it worked. Yeah, they they still love us. Yeah, sort of. They fucking love us. So yeah, that's that's the European Union in a nutshell. It's basically. Its roots go back to around World War II when mm-hmm. all of these organizations started to try and keep France and Germany from fighting, and it blossomed into this coalition that is basically the United States, but in Europe. Uh, the, it's, like, it's like America's wing of Europe, basically. The, the, the biggest issue I have with the EU is that because old white people love tradition so fucking much. So much. They never planned for evolution. Evolution in the economy, evolution right. in the culture. And that's, I think, one of the biggest drawbacks of the EU. They did not, they were just trying to basically go everyone together, everyone together, everyone together. But all of these nations, like France and Britain and all these places that are really trying to back out, were once expansive across the world. Sure. And they have a bunch of different territories everywhere. The minute you start trying to consolidate power and say everybody's together, they Britain feels they're, they're going to lose, well, the old school Britain, they felt like they were going to lose all these island territories because right. who's going to control those? Those are ours. Those are Britain's. But if you're in the EU, those island territories are now the EU and the British Empire shrinks. Right. It's starting to disappear. And so there's so many loopholes within the EU of people who live here. This country's not in the EU, but the citizens of this little island or whatever are, and they have the rights of the EU. And it's like, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's, yeah, it's, and I think a lot of that comes down to probably us not being uh, completely honest about why we wanted this in the first place. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure we sold it as a thing that, hey, we just want to help Europe but we really just want communism not to spread. Yeah. Like that's that has been our policy. You know, once the the Berlin Wall fell, we had to focus on a different enemy for a while, but we're bringing it back around and that's, you know, that's been our focus forever. About, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, you know what? You kids can have your trap rap. I like the oldies. Right. The, right. the goodies, you we're know. We're going back to the golden age mm, the of the golden age of war. every golden age of atomic bombs and uh house coats. I don't know. The 80s are back. Yeah, baby. Yeah. So, yeah, it's I I think that lack of planning probably has more to do with okay, good. We have all these countries. They agree, give them their own fucking currency mm-hmm. and uh just don't let Russia spread their shit throughout Europe. But they're already doing it because we got freedom of information, baby. Freedom of information. Man. Yeah. Ow. Yeah. We 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 got really free. And uh Russia Russia's taking advantage of it. And, you know, be better at fighting fake news, people. Use your power against you, man. That's how that's that's Jeet Kune Do, baby. Yeah. We, Taekwondo. That's all the does. All the does. Does a female deer, baby. All of that. A Taekwondo, uh, oh, I'm done. I didn't have enough. I don't have. Oh wait, wait a, a cookie dough. I have more oh, dough references, yeah, but I know. do drugs and I wasn't pizza motivated. Dough? Yeah, a little pizza dough. There's so many doughs. Pillsbury dough boy. What? 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 Oh shit! <laughs> All right. So that's the European Union. Don't pull out of it. Never. And, and, and kids, not only don't pull out of the European Union. Ah, the European Union. Just don't pull out. Yeah. Feels good. Yeah. Feels good. And then Tony, Tony, Tony starts playing in the background if we could afford them, but we can't, so don't worry about it. No. 
and this is also I should mention we talked we've talked a few times about where World War Three could start next. And the Balkan region comes up a lot because the Balkan states uh, do belong to the European Union, which mm-hmm. means they're also right on Russia's border and yeah. Russia doesn't like that. And we've they've been kind of hinting that they might invade that region at some point. And if they do that with them being European Union members, we all got to fight. Everybody. The United it. States has to get in it. The UK. Here's, well, the UK, if they're pulled fun. out by then. Here's but, what's great. The minute that happens, we got to fight. You, Europe's got to fight. Russia's got to fight. China's just going to be sitting back going, man, I can't yeah. wait till the smoke clears. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So look forward to that, people. Anyway, let's. Uh, we should get the fuck out of here. What do we got to plug? This goes up eh, about a week. week from now. Next week. Uh, we can just go standard motherfucking operating procedure. First and foremost, guys, if you're looking for a new set of headphones... If you are, if you are, I mean, you know, there's sound, there's there. You got several options, but uh, we personally recommend the Studio brand. Studio headphones. headphones. Uh, Studio Sweden. S U D I O Sweden. Mm, if you listen to this so podcast, mm, you should so be able to spell Sweden. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can spell Sweden. I can spell Studio, but not Sweden. Never mind. I have. To, I'll I'll go to my therapist about that. But uh, if you use the promo code What in the World fifteen, you save. 15 percent off 15%. you save money you can't just afford not listening to. to us it's crazy and then you can listen to uh all the what in the world episodes you want in crystal clear sound some crystal clear bluetooth cans mm. get them on your head in time cans, for christmas baby. yeah Is that, they make a great stocking stuffer they do a little white elephant gift hey speaking of Why christmas oh, sorry. after christmas uh a few days after christmas Come out to the Hollywood Hotel December 30th Uh-oh. for our live podcast. Which a PUI podcast. Might That's... be a PUI podcast. Oh, uh, shit. I'm December excited. 30th at the, at the wonderful Hollywood Hotel. That's 1160 North Vermont in Los Angeles, California. Be on the lookout. We'll have flyers for that. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a damn good time. Oh, yeah. Um, Darkest Hour. That's back December 8th. Come mm-hmm. to that. What else do you got, Quincy? Uh, Silver Lake Lounge every Sunday, 5 p.m., the Wasted Afternoon Open Mic. If you're ever in the city of Los Angeles, come check us out. And uh, also, uh, the first Thursday of every month, which is going to be December 7th in this case, come to the Outpost Comedy Show at the Outpost on Coanga in Hollywood, California. Ow! All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Quincy, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. (laughs) 